Hey, you damn guys. Hey. Welcome- hey. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Book Club Member Comics. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Aubrey Loveless. And I'm Danielle. Hey, you damn hey. guys. Hey. hey. <laughs> it's comic book time. <laughs> oh, man. This is our book club podcast. We're reading comics. We're talking to our friends. And now Danielle's going to tell you all about it. Ah, all right. Here we go. So we're going to tell you that we're going to read a thing. And then we'll tell you what we're going to read. And then we'll read it. And then we'll talk about what we read. And then you're going to listen to us talking about what we read. And then you're going to talk about what we talked about when we talked about what we read. And that's, hey, damn, guys, you're going to send us an email or you're going to get on social media Ooh. and you're going to leave us a message there or something. I don't know how that works. And then we'll talk about what you talked about when you talked about us talking about the thing that we read. And that's friendship and that's a book club. Back to you, John. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much. All right. I got some shouts outs for this week. Shouts, shouts outs. Uh, mega shout out to Grim Wilkins. Ooh, Grim yes. Wilkins. Miranda. Book club member. Book club yeah, member book club and member. also amazing artist. Uh, he did Miranda. And I was, y'all, It was a real nail biter. was a nail biter. It was getting close, yeah. Man, we were all on the edge of our seats. Like, me and Ross were refreshing that page <laughs> every five minutes. Like, yeah. Fuck, dude. It was really good. It was. Yeah, so it was very nice. And then when it... they met that goal, ah, oh, I freaked out so yeah. much. I was so relieved. I Still with so a couple relieved. hours to go because it has to like go over a little bit too. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah that's true. Because there's some stuff that happens, et cetera. But yeah, yeah. They've already collected my pledge. I'm excited yes. about it. Really excited to see this book. Cannot wait. And he's putting something out there that needs to be out there. There's nothing out there like it. Thank you so much, everyone who contributed. Yeah. I, I Hopefully if, some book club members. I was about right? to say, if we moved the needle on this at all, that would be amazing. Um, Ross seems to think we did. So hopefully okay. that's the case. But that would be I, awesome. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who contributed. That's amazing. I know that Mark was also super stoked oh about yeah, it. yeah yeah well we also heard from drew campbell drew campbell book club member he said i was so scared it wouldn't make it i'm so relieved same yeah. i was so <laughs> i yeah. was freaking out because mark had posted funded in one of our threads right and, well that's and, the thing is yeah. i immediately posted yeah. i was like it fucking made it we fucking did it congrats to grim wilkins i'm so excited to congratulations see to all of us yes, really that we us. get to see this <laughs> we book get to, we get some art yeah and now we can go on to our listener feedback. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. Yes. From the feedback. From the feedback. <laughs> Get out, trades and floppies. Get out, hardback copies. Digital is fine. Read along the time. Get out. We got a written listener feedback from Robert Noonan. Robert Noonan. Book club member. Yes. Hey, you damn guys. Robert Newnham. I'm afraid I didn't have time to record anything this time, so you'll have to use your imagination. (laughs) Legends cons went very well. I wasn't able to attend, sadly, as there happens to be an ocean in the way. Damn ocean. (laughs) However, the panels were all recorded, and I look forward to watching them. Two of my friends even hosted some of them, including the Dark Horse panel. Next week, I'll send you a link. By the way, I was barely awake when I sent the other emails. I hope they're at least somewhat coherent. (laughs) Below, Jason Fry and Matthew Stover meeting for the first time. And I I assume there's a picture that goes with that. Yes, I think he sent a link, so I'll post that in the show notes. Okay, wonderful. Awesome. Great job there. Great job, Danielle. Oh, okay. 
don't get me wrong. I'm so glad that he takes the time to to type us these emails and such. But are there uh, any more voicemails we can look forward to? Yes. Um, we, we actually heard from Robert Noonan again today. Awesome. Yeah. Robert Noonan. Again today, book club member. Yes. And voice actor. He said, I'm back. Ugh. <laughs> All right. I can't wait. Hey, you damn guys. I'm back. Sorry I missed last week, but it was worth it to hear your impressions of me. So, Legends Con went very well. Sadly, I wasn't able to make it because I'm all the way over here in the UK. First things first, I'd like to give some shouts out to my friends Kyle Rawlings and Patrick Turner. They're the co-owners of the Legends Consortium, and the whole event would never have happened without them. In fact, I was just talking to Kyle earlier about, among other things, how much fun it was to talk to Matthew Stover. He sounds great. In fact, Patrick picked up Stover and Stackpole from the airport, and also hosted the Dark Horse panel. By the way, all the panels were recorded and will be available to watch. I don't know when yet, but at some point in the near future. Awesome. I would also like to shout out Joe Bongiorno, also a very good friend of mine, who also had a couple of panels, which I might elaborate on when I'm not quite so pressed for time. (laughs) He's also friends with several of the other guests and got to have a beer with Stackpole. Barbara Hamley's very nice from what I hear, and almost resembles an actual Jedi. Sean Stewart was apparently very touched to learn that he had fans. He wrote Yoda Dark Rendezvous. Just the one book, but it's one that everyone loves. Right, see you next week. Enjoy Silver Surfer. Wow, thank you, Robert. Awesome, that was so great. Even the way he says Silver Surfer. Yeah, that was really good. (laughs) Silver Surfer. I'm so glad that all those panels went well. uh, Yeah, yeah. that's great. Sounds really cool. We'll check those out. Yeah. Um, As soon as those go up, if they're up by the time that this goes up, I'll post some links. There you go. Thank you so much, Robert. Always great to hear from you. Always great to hear. He's going to hand this back over to me. Here we go. We're we're passing a tablet between the three of us here. Here we go. No, it's a scroll. It's a (laughs) (laughs) tablet. Handwritten parchment scroll. Well, you know, they they also had tablets back in the day. Oh, yeah. We got a Hayden, guys, from Hayden Orr. Hayden Orr. Book club member. That's right. Yes, he is. Hayden Orr says, man... The Primus version of Devil Went Down to Georgia is way better than Charlie Tan. <laughs> In my opinion. I don't care either way. I, I love Primus and I love uh, Les Claypool's Flying Frog Brigade and all that, but I don't care about that song. Oh, I love it. That's good. I'm I'm glad that you love yeah. it. And I, I love that you love it. I think it's pretty cool. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. The Devil's part with the root demons playing the guitar and standing bass? Fucking rad. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Forget Johnny. I want to go to hell with the devil and listen to more of his music. Honestly, same. Like, I think it would be way more interesting of a story. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would be fun. I'll go there. That sounds good. Also, speaking of poker, I am someone who has working knowledge of the game and its rules, but I can literally never remember which cards count as pairs, houses, or flushes, or whatever. Okay, that's the simplest part (laughs) of poker. So you can remember the complicated rules... (laughs) <laughs> but not the simple ones. What's interesting, though, is that it might be simple to some people because they might be like visual learners, oh, like okay. myself. Yeah. And maybe I'm thinking that it's complicated because you're a different, you have a different learning type. Sure. And That's so what's easy for you mm-hmm. is difficult for me. Like the numbers and such, like yeah. the whatever when they're doing all the, and now we're going to do the river or whatever it is. <laughs> and so, like, for me, visually, okay, so can I just let me back up? I'm Cajun. 
on both sides of my family were raised in Lake Charles, Louisiana. So, in Lake Chuck, and I was taught to play cards at, like, the age of, like, three or four. We were playing cards. So, every single time I would go to anyone's house, everyone was playing cards. And so I learned how to play cards just... That was what anyone was doing at any given time all the time. So, visually... All of the things that you're describing that are difficult for you to remember were, were the things that I picked up on first. Right. So it's fascinating to me, I think, that people learn in different ways. Yeah. I think that's interesting. I would like to know more. Please elaborate. Let's play poker together. <laughs> that would be fun. Because to me, the, the most complicated part of playing poker isn't any of the rules. To me, the most complicated part of playing poker is that kind of question mark element of like you're playing the the person not the cards right you're okay. playing against it depends on who you're playing sure. so whoever's sitting at the table can you play against that person are they better than you at bluffing mm. is really the only thing that you have to be good at and so like tells and like your own tells like it's really all about behavioral mannerisms mm. and so like the the rules the cards themselves just don't matter that's blind fucking luck you might as well be playing fucking blackjack or roulette or whatever the hell it's not skill the only skill that is involved in that game is the human element right so that's the most difficult part so mm. if you can do that then you're good at playing poker so it's kind of what like... if um, what if you don't know the el the card visual element or the the other then you're having element. a great time because that just sounds like fun because that, that's me i don't that just know sounds like it. what that sounds like that oceans bit where all the celebrities are trying the b celebrities are trying to learn how to play poker from george clooney and Brad oh, right yeah that's that Topher you're Grace. just like yeah. all reds or whatever it was right <laughs> that's that that sounds like fun i wish i were that ignorant yeah. i wish that would that sounds like a great life i can never remember uh what's going on so i always just bluff my ass off that's how you do there it you though go. that's yes. how you do it it works about 45 percent of the time honestly that's a great ratio and I love the Marvel poker game that pops up every now and then. It brings together characters that don't always get to team up, but would have great chemistry. True. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yes, I need to look more into that. I actually picked yeah. up that first issue, that first appearance of the poker game. I had to like have that. Well, he's talking there. about how he appreciates the thing and Wolverine. They don't get to hang out nearly enough, oh. but they're such a great dynamic. I would love to see a series where superheroes just hang out. Like, play poker, go to a concert, watch a movie. It's not serious all the time. Let's see some dudes in spandex just chilling. Oh, man. <laughs> I love that. So, I think we talked about this yeah, on... Yeah, we um, have touched on On this. maybe, like, the... Uh, when we were talking about Batman, mm -hmm. um, the Tom King stuff, there are two great issues in there where they all just go to the carnival. Yeah. Batman, Superman, right. Selena, Kyle, and Lois Lane—they yeah. all go in the, and uh, and that's—it's just great. Yeah, it's yeah. just great. Like the putting because someone's getting scenario. married. Who's getting married? Batman. Oh, Batman's getting married. It's when Batman's getting married. Yeah. yeah, it's during that whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, no. So like that's why I love X Men because there's yeah so much room for these moments where you're just in the X Mansion fucking about or whatever. And this is also like I I love character driven stuff any any sort of character driven moments yeah my favorite absolutely yeah. Yeah. which is why i've always been such a proponent of fanfic because it's mostly just that you want to grab some blorbos and smash them together remember when um in the bprd when they're all in the kitchen 
exactly telling kitchen. stories. Yes, you know what I mean. And they eating brownies and stuff like that. Absolutely, and it's like those are some of the best scenes. One hundred percent. And every you know fanfic of everything, like if it's Avengers Tower or if it's fucking the X Mansion, they all end up in the kitchen. And they're all talking or whatever it is that they're doing. There's so many opportunities for just characters to be interacting. And you want that. One of my uh, favorite scenes in the X-Men movies is um, in X2 where Wolverine and Iceman are in the kitchen. Yeah. And he's all like, you got any beer? And he goes, it's a school. (laughs) There might be some sodas up there. He gets that Dr. Pepper and Iceman just goes... Exactly. That's exactly it. That's for a good sure. part. Yeah. yeah. For sure. There's just endless material there. Right, and I yeah. think that that's, yeah. that's at the core of any good story is character interaction, yeah. for sure. Honestly, I'd like them to, to do a um, show on Disney Plus just all about the X Mansion. You know, just yeah. everybody hanging Why out. Why haven't they oh, done this? Everybody yet? just hanging out. Like nobody, uh, there's no battles, nothing. They're just all in the kitchen or maybe they're playing baseball. Or, yeah, yeah. You know. That would be great. Yeah. We also heard from Mark Tweedell. Mark Tweedell. Book club member. Yes. Multiversity um, Zone. Mm, guest host. Okay. Guest host. All, an all around great guy. Yes. Okay. OMG, Wellington Paranormal is a spinoff of What We Do in the Shadows, the movie. It features two police officers from the film who have started the Paranormal Investigation Wing of the Wellington Police Services. Amazing. I didn't know about this. Incredible. It's sublime, plus a lot of great humor for New Zealanders and Australians. Amazing. Nice. I'm I love in. It. I'm all in. Like there's a fountain in Cuba Mall that's often called the crappiest fountain ever. Incredible. Just watch the first episode and see what they do with it. If you like what we do in the shadows and the X-Files, you need to watch Wellington Paranormal. Okay. Personally, I really like that fountain though. First of all, <laughs> I love niche comedy. I yeah. think that's fantastic. Second of all, I love those things and yeah. I will be watching this. Absolutely. Yeah. Regarding your Muppets discussions, uh, Mark says- <laughs> Yes. Regarding your Muppets discussion. Yes, I did sing along with you guys and Kermit. How could I not? The Muppets Take Manhattan is fantastic. Yes, I love that one. That's my fave. He also said, geez, you have way too many nice things to say. I had fun on the Letter Hacks show. Uh, Would have been way too easy to keep going. Yes. That was an awesome episode. If you haven't uh, checked that out, I'll put it in the show notes again. But uh, yeah, we've been raving about that. That was like a great... Worlds are colliding. It Worlds was a whole colliding. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it makes me feel good. Oh, and I just—I don't know. I didn't remember this the last time we were talking about the Muppets. But if you, there's this really cool documentary series from the YouTube channel Defunct Land. It, oh yes, I've seen some of their episodes. Um, it goes through like Jim Henson's before he even started the Muppets and how he got into the Muppets and early days of it and goes past that all the way. It talks about the Fraggles. It talks about other things too. And if you really oh, like, wow. it's like six one-hour episodes or cool. something like that. So definitely check that out. Nice. Yes, I saw an. Ep- they did a great episode on the Wiggles ride. At some theme park. I do not. You're looking at me as though I should know what you're talking I, I, about. I, I, I know do the video. not know what it you're talking funny. about. It was funny. It was interesting. Okay. I really enjoyed it. It's I'll take out. your word for I'll that. link both of those videos mm, in the show notes. Okay. Uh, and now we can go on to our next segment. What do you see? What do you say? Yes. What are, What are you seeing and what are you saying, Aubrey? All right. We finished Inuasha last night. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. It's been We're quite all... a saga. <sighs> oh, and it was really good. It, it's like, it had a really good ending. Like when it was done, it's just like, ugh. That felt satisfying. Okay, yeah, well, that's, that's you know, good. That's, it's like, that's really good. That's, that's good. what you want. It's that's like want. seven seasons of wow. twenty-eight episodes of piece or something like that. So, Jeez. 
after all that time, you just you really hope it is good, and it's really good. And um, nice. When we first started, we would flip back between English and Japanese, but then after a while, we're like, we don't really care for the English. I mean, not that it's bad. It's just no. I'm there's a, a um, yeah. There's a nuance. Yeah, I'm a sub to that. I'm a sub person. You know? Sub not yeah. subs not dubs. Subs yeah. not dubs. <laughs> I mean, no shade. If you like dubs, that's fine. I personally. M A. There's some dubs subs. that I like, and there's some subs that I like. Same. I haven't seen Same. a single dubs that I like. I'm <laughs> well, a subs person. That doesn't mean you can't be a dubs person. Respect. Well, when it comes doesn't matter, but personally, when it I'm comes to live action movies, sub all the way. Yeah. When it comes to animated stuff, I was always like, well, I just want to be pay attention to the animation, so I'm all about the dub. But now I'm all like, you know, it doesn't really even get in the way. <laughs> you know. Right. So. I'm going to go back and watch some of my... I think for animes, it's just always been like that. I don't know what it is. It's just like... And it was just like... just Even the way the music was like... The the music and the sound effects sounded brighter and fuller in the subtitled versions. For me, there's this disconnect with... I know that they're not saying that. Mm -hmm. I know that's not what they're fucking saying. (laughs) I know. And I know that's not what they originally intended. There's something that you can't... Even the translation is probably not good enough, but I don't know Japanese. So that's the closest I can get. Is this... Okay. Have you gotten into the fan subs? Uh, No. World. Okay. So that's a whole other fucking thing. Oh, wow. Is fan subs. Yeah. Some people are like, fan subs are... Because this is a more accurate whatever because they could they they try to sort of dumb it down for American audiences oh, because okay. of blah blah yeah. blah and so it's this whole fucking thing. But then like also some fan subs are like they add a lot of like cussing where I'm like, no do they need to add the cussing? <laughs> because it's like but it's fine, like obviously I cuss, it's I don't care, but it's also like, was that there? Was that or the did intention? they just want to be edgy? And so some people are like, oh, but this fan sub is superior to the right. official subs and whatever, blah, blah, blah. So that's a whole thing. So, like, you know, get into that at your peril because I went mad <laughs> from it. But it's a whole thing. There are some, though, that are superior because I've seen both because I'm a fucking crazy person. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. However you like to enjoy your animated things. I will have to say, though, I love the original dub of akira the original american dub of english dub of it yeah that's what i'm talking about it's it's so cheesy it is but it's like it's got the nostalgia i was gonna say if you have a nostalgia thing with stuff i'm not hating i am not i have zero hate if that's your preference i love that for you go for it but go for your life fill your boots but then when they remastered in like the early 2000s they got a new english dub and it's more accurate and it's pretty good dude but i mean i still like people are not having it they're not having it okay no not that way I'm not a hater. I am wow, not a hater. Aubrey, that was amazing. Well, and there's a whole thing in like um, fanfic or whatever of like pro shipper, non shipper, etc. stuff. So like, for I just want to put it on the record. I'm just not a hater at all. Whatever you want is okay. fine with oh, me. Oh yeah, same here. I whatever mean, you want is fine with me. Nice. Life is too short to worry about Absolutely. the way other people watch fucking Absolutely. movies. Absolutely. <laughs> what have y'all been seeing and saying? What have we been seeing and saying? Oh, we went to go see Pearl Jam. <sighs> One of my favorite bands of all time. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. It's one of those things where um, they don't tour very often. And no, sometimes it's, yeah. it's hard to get tickets because of fucking scalpers and shit like that yep. and all that stuff. And it sells out. And 
you know, we we're lucky enough to get tickets, and and they came to an area where we're nearby. You could drive so, there, yeah. So that was really cool, and yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it was incredible. I had a great time Amazing. at the show. I don't want to get into the whole thing, but you know, most bands when you see a band on tour. They're playing the same songs every night. Yes. No, you know? they switch up their set list every night. Yeah. And, and and maybe, you know, maybe they switch out a couple songs. But with Pearl Jam, you never know what you're going to get. They play different yeah. songs. Like, well, they have 11 eh. studio albums and then like a million billion B-sides. Yes. And everything. Yeah. And they rotate through all these songs. And so you, you so literally awesome. never know what, you you're, never gonna know what you're going to get. They're on tour there for their latest album that came out in 2020. And they only played two songs from it. You know, and the rest of it was all these like weird stuff. Because they just can, yeah. Because they yeah. can just do that. You and know? it's cool. Like you're waiting in line with people, like, oh, what are you, what are you hoping for? And they're like, oh, well, I don't want to jinx it, but yeah. I would yeah. really love it if I got to hear such and such. And I'm like, okay, what do you not want to hear ever again? And it's like immediately, like, oh, I've heard this song 30 times. Because there are people who will <laughs> follow them, right? Like, you know, Grateful Dead style. And they're yeah. like, oh, I've seen them the past. This they all know each other. They all know each other. Like, they all meet like, up oh, and everything. They're like Brent from Chicago. Oh yeah. Oh Dale from. New York hey what's up man yeah. like they're all it happened more than one time it yeah. happened like many times that we saw this and I was just like wow all these people recognize each other from yeah following yeah. this band around the country I think that's beautiful yeah I mean, we can't afford cool. to do that but that's cool that they we can. got to see like, them for whatever. one night for which life. was awesome I mean it was I really enjoyed it we got a great set list, so we did it's one of those things over the years I've luckily I've been able to see them a couple times and I keep track of all the songs that I've, I've seen. seen them three times now. You know I've what seen I mean? them three times. Um, I, this is my seventh time. Seven and, times. Uh, Ooh la la. So Ooh. I, um, I, I, this, this set uh, added like six songs that I had never heard before, you know, live, which was like really cool. You he, know? Okay. Let me just say this. <laughs> he's got a spreadsheet of all the songs that he's heard live, that he's seen them perform live, what albums they're from. And what the exactly the date of the show, where the show was, and there's there are pie charts. People, yes, it is so it's cool. It's amazing. It I really love is. it so much. <laughs> it's incredible, and it's uh, you know it makes you just go like whoa. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, like the the first thing I asked you when I came over, he goes, "Did you update your spreadsheet? Did you update your spreadsheet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You know we did. You know we did. I was like, same Ooh, I got a pie chart now, and I was like, Ooh, let me look at this. This is so. Well, he did one for yeah. me. Yeah, I did so one I could look at my own stats. Yeah, because Danielle's cool. got her own stats too. It's so, okay to be dorky about I, I, bands. I think uh, I think live music is really important. And like I've been, I've been seeing this band played live since the '90s. I think I saw them in '95 mm -hmm. or '96 the first time. You oh, know? gee! Wow. So you know what I mean? Like it's just one of those things. Uh, they were awesome. I mean, I don't know Amazing. what else to say. They Incredible. were awesome. Well, I was thinking about this just the other day. It's just like by the time you and I first met, I was already kind of not really paying attention to Pearl Jam anymore. And you're like, oh, dude, Pearl Jam! And next you got thing it, you know, you got me right going, back yeah. in, you know. And yes. Then, and then uh, the first time I saw them live was with you. Yeah, back in the early 2000s when concerts mm -hmm. were more affordable, we saw back-to-back -back shows. Yes, it was so awesome. That was really cool. Yeah. So anyway, good so times. I just want to give a shout out. Shout, shout out. out to the person who will never hear this, but. We saw them the next day at a, we were getting some like coffee and a pastry or whatever. And across the way, I see dude in a Pearl Jam shirt. Right. And his, his partner, and they're sitting there and I make eye contact with her and I'm like, hey, nice shirts, yeah. whatever. Like I, I, I tug on my own shirt and yeah. I'm like pointing and she's like, oh yeah. And I like do a little like, yeah, right on. And so we just sit around enjoying coffee for a little while longer and they get up to leave she comes over to us 
and she wordlessly just slides something across to us and then they and I'm it's bracelets. It's Those these little, friendship bracelets. Like or, they, they make them for the Taylor Swift concerts. Well, no. Okay. This actually has, it go, this goes back deeper than that. It's mm. a rave culture. It's Condi, Candy, yeah. K-A-N-D-I is how you spell it. And they make those for each other and that's actually been part of raver culture for a super long time okay and um people get, are really into this and i've i've actually gone down a kind of a rabbit hole of the people who make these they have whole entire rooms dedicated to just making that all their supplies right, and right. stuff like that which is super cool but she slid to across to us that she had made herself clearly and it, it said leash and Dirty Frank. <laughs> nice. The two most obscure songs Weird she songs, could have picked. Yeah. Amazing. That, that really made good. our day. And that was such a special moment. It was cool. And it was just one of those things that unless you're there, <laughs> unless you were there like at the show, like it was so deeply meaningful to the four of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like to anyone else that was there at the coffee shop, no one else cared. And it was just such a beautiful moment between for humans yeah you yeah. know and Excited that's just about something that it was just i think that's so fucking cool man that's a great story yeah, yeah <laughs> it's just beautiful that's probably all we've been up to um was that that was kind of like enough for <laughs> oh because it's exhausting <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was it, well, you know, just going out of town and everything and all that sure. stuff. But anyway, it was great. We had a shout great out time. to West China Tea House. Oh yeah, we went to the West China Tea Company. Yeah, we went to go hang out. We got to see some friends. It was Absolutely. awesome. And now we're going to go on to our book club episode for the week. And this week we're talking about some Silver Surfer comics. We're picking up here on the Silver Surfer series. This is the renumbered part from 2016. We're going to be talking about issues eight and nine. Issue eight here, Tall Tales. Um, this has got a great cover. One thing I like is that you're looking at the um, the omnibus without any of the typedressing and all that. Like right here, it says, "Look, it's the debut of the Marvel's new star." It's like pointing to a fucking star. Oh, that's uh. hilarious! But it's the the shiny thing's not on yours. Yeah, it isn't. That's I really like that. Thanks for pointing out that detail yeah, on the for cover. Pointing out that, that detail. is so cool. Yeah, no, because I, I saw this when I was reading it the other day, and I was just like, "Oh, this is hilarious!" And you know, because it's like the new biggest star in the Marvel <laughs> universe, and it's just a star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have that twinkly thing, like you yeah. said. That's so cute. The dressing, did you call it? The trade dress or. No, that's a good. I think that's yeah, a good. I, I, I don't know the. Word. I don't. I, I'm not sure if that's no, the but I like wording, that. But I, like I think it. that's yeah. I like that too. It's a good way to refer to it. The dressing. <laughs> so we open in Sector Gamma Nine with Don and the Surfer. The Surfer is blindfolded, and Don is steering him. I want to point out that a obviously love that the blindfold is Ladybug. Oh right, oh, yes, pattern to match her clothes. But the way that her arms are wrapped Oh, yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Especially arms. how the last episode ended, right? I just I just think it's neat. Yeah. I, I, I think as opposed to like just sure. holding, like there's a normal way to do that. Yeah. And then there's a very intimate way to do sure. that that makes me feral. <laughs> and I, she's chosen the thing that makes me absolutely yeah. feral. <laughs> there's something about that. She says... No peeking or using cosmic senses. The surfer says, I promise, Don, but I must point out, the last time you were flying, we crashed into a planet. And then Listen, that... <laughs> you don't need to be bringing all that up, all right? But then that's exactly what happens again. They crash into this giant creature. Look, 
a creature is moving of its own accord. <laughs> she couldn't have she couldn't have helped that. So they crash into this giant space whale and they're swallowed. This is Jumbo Knox the Giganormous. Wow. I love this design of him. It's like big and creepy, but also kind of sort of like I would like to have a stuffed one, please. I know to say he's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. And when I say stuffed one, I mean an actual stuffed animal, not oh, yeah, a like a taxidermy. plushie. You yeah. mean like a plushie? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not yeah, into taxidermy. No, yeah, he's a plushie. He's a cutie pie. And so we get this one page of just darkness, and then the surfer, he lights up. He's his power cosmic. Yeah, inside the space whale. I like how she's like, I'm never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> Are you all right? I'm never going to hear the end of this, am I? Well, to credit, well, to your credit, it wasn't a planet. Intruders, I... outsiders, foreign material. <laughs> I... That was good, Hobbs. <laughs> that was great. Get him. There are hundreds of them. Surfer. Stay behind me, Don. Don't. We should try talking with them first. Oh, these contaminants are tough. Contaminants? We won't let you destroy our host body. Are these guys part of the space wheel? Interesting. I believe they're this giant organism's antibodies. But they can talk. <laughs> yeah, and feel pain, you big jerks. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That's the perfect voice for these guys. <laughs> Aubrey, that was great. So while these guys, they've been zapped and they're down, then these like purple things start attacking. Oh no. Because now the antibodies are defenseless. The mox pox, they're free to spread. <laughs> the antibodies, they don't feel so good. The surfer is about to start blasting. Did... And then I came out blasting. I came out blasting. Anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> bah, bah. But Don asked him to stop doing that. So he creates a force field. And he warns Don that one touch of the Mox Pox and she's dead. Finally, Don addresses the Mox Pox directly. She's like, hey, fellas, hold up. You're a large one. We don't listen to you. Large ones hate small ones. <laughs> but one of them is like, wait, she stopped a large one from hurting us. Why? Well, I'll, I'll tell you why. Hurry. Uh, the, this <laughs> large one loves small ones. What? Nobody loves small ones. But we do. One of our best friends is a small one. Much smaller than you. Uh, he's one of the smallest small ones of them all. <laughs> smaller than antibonds? Smaller than moxpox. Much smaller. Next to him, you would be the large ones. Moxpox, one of you would be bigger than his whole planet. And you antibods, you could block out his son. In fact, that's how the surfer met his people. The Brundle Buds. The Brundle Buds, yes. So that was great, by the way. Good job there. Um, <laughs> that was fun. So this is a flashback. This is how we met the surfer in this series um, from issue one. We saw him oh, right, igniting yeah. the sun of the Brundle Buds, and then they were like, now we're going to worship you. And he was like, ah, I don't no, want any of this. He was like, do don't that. do that. Um, but I think this is so cool because we yeah. learned that on Brundle Bus 3, the surfer actually inspired a Brundle Bud himself named Hartlesnop. He wanted to explore the spaceways just like the surfer. And so he made this wonder suit and mighty rocket pack and Hartlesnop finds the surfer, his hero, and Dawn. He tells the surfer, I wish to serve as your Harold, but like the name Harold. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that is how we met our friend Tiny Harold. I love Tiny Harold. <laughs> H-A-R-O-L-D. Right, exactly. Yeah. Instead of Harold, H-E-R-A-L-D. He kind of uh, joins them, and we see Tiny Harold go on a bunch of adventures with the surfer and Don. Super cute. I really like this. They encounter Captain Snar, 
that's that shark pirate remember yes <laughs> um so that's from the short story that appeared in all new marvel now point one number one that was right when the series was renumbered we also see blastar <laughs> i don't know if you know if you recognize that guy oh i do so i came he's... out blasting <laughs> anyway i started blasting bah, bah. Wow. he's an opponent of the fantastic four he lives in the negative zone he first appeared in Fantastic Four 62 from 1967. He can fly and shoot blasts of highly concussive kinetic force from his hands. When he goes into Blastar's ear and he's like, I'm your conscience and you like this guy a lot. And he's like, yeah, I do, don't I? Wait, what? And then the server punches him. <laughs> That's so great. Wasn't there like a little it. bit of a throwaway joke? Because Ant-Man did something like that. Oh, yeah. In the airport of. fight. Oh, oh, right, uh, yeah. With uh, Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. Yeah. yeah. But that would have been after this, right? Or 2016? When did that movie come out? I don't know. Interesting. 2017? It was just a throwaway joke. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It was, it was kind of like this, though. It was very briefly just to throw yeah. him off. Sort of a deal. Well, so at first they're like, we don't like that story. Because you're laughing at him because he's a small one. But they're like, no, 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 no. He was a valuable member yeah, of our team. He, yeah. We did so many amazing, cool things. Here's all the cool stories. And then they were like, oh, so he couldn't do big things. And they're like, not at all. He did plenty of big things. Yeah. Heck, there there was the biggest thing ever that happened. And we get all these, yeah. all these other tales. The biggest threat that there ever was. They talk about this character, Null Set. He's a giant space robot. He looks like a big transformatron. The surfer <laughs> is at a loss on how to defeat a behemoth. But Tiny Harold is like, from my point of view... That's how everybody is. So this is how you feel every time you go into battle, and still you go. How could I do any less? And so all of us leapt into the fray together. On that day, more than anyone I have ever known, that little Brundlebud showed me a true measure of being a hero. How did you defeat such a large, large one? Um, we found a weakness, his thermal exhaust port. No bigger than a womp rat. We hit it, and boom. How's <laughs> ooh, that? Ooh, that's a good bit. <laughs> But <laughs> that isn't the important part of the story. This next part is. They tell another story about how they took a big sleep and they found themselves in the land of the Lord of Nightmares. Love to do a big sleep and meet the Lord of Nightmares. Oh my gosh. And Nightmare, he's in an empty realm. Nullset snuffed out all the life in this sector. And so Dawn tries to help by dreaming of all her friends and family and they dream about theirs, and so she brings all their other people. The surfer tries to do this as well, but remember he's been cut off from all of his people. Yeah. Right? This happened back in issue three of this series, the 50th anniversary of the character. But then Tiny Harold is able to dream of all his friends and family and so on. And in the dreams, they're equal size. Don't worry, surfer. We're here for you. Tiny Harold? But how? In dreams, I guess all things are equal. Yes. And they're all the same size as Silver Surfer. That's super cute. He tells the surfer, this is the quadrillion souls he saved. This is why I revere you so much, Norinrad. And the surfer's like, thank you, Tiny's heartle snop. Or <laughs> what does he say? That's exactly uh, what he says. I had no idea I'd ever done this much good in the universe. Thank you. I love that panel. He's it's so really, elated. Yeah. You know. Well, and all these people, like, he... he I guess he never had any idea that he'd say... He's like, these are the people you saved. Right, right. And he's like, oh. He's so used to He had to only being, ever thought of yeah. them as being super tiny, but when they're the same size as uh, him, all of a sudden yeah, he's like, that. oh, well, I did. I, I did, I guess. 
okay, wow. And I think that that's, that puts it in perspective. He's like, do you get it now? Like yeah. it puts it in perspective for him. I think that's really cute. And that's when the surfer learned that no matter how big or small you are, everyone has mighty dreams, enough to fill a star system. <laughs> Their story has lulled the creatures to sleep. They're slump. So the surfer and Don try to sneak out. Wait, don't go. That voice. Who is that? Rawr, I've been listening this whole time, and I'd like to hear a story. What story would you like to hear? Why isn't Tiny Harold with you anymore? What happened to him? <laughs> Are you sure? Because that's the last one. That's After that's done, there's no more tales of Tiny Harold. Yes, please. Another. But I do like this, other, that she's like, all right, this is going to be the last one. Like, they have to kind of, have you know, to, yeah. you kind of, like, prep them beforehand. Well, but it's also, I get the feeling that it's going to be kind of a little bit dramatic right right yeah because you know silver surf is like well they're big enough to know yes exactly by the way when we get these tiny herald adventures they're on these double splash pages which yeah. are really nice Amazing. yeah you know, they kind of get these wide panel layouts i like whenever they cut over to that uh, so we get another one here one adventure tiny herald came across a tiny planet that only he could perceive he swats away a small rock that's about to hit it, and he becomes the hero of that world, just like the surfer was on Brundlebus 3. When the surfer enhances his senses, he can see the tiny planet's inhabitants too, but he would have never noticed it if Tiny Harold hadn't been there, right? So Tiny Harold decides he's going to stay behind and be the planet's champion. So he becomes what Silver Surfer was for right. him. He yeah, becomes exactly. that guy. So yeah. he's the Silver Surfer now for... It's well, that was the a, whole thing. Yeah. That was the, that's why he left Brundlebus Three yeah. because he was wanted to be like the surfer and explore the spaceways. Well, and, and it was for him like his task, his yeah. heroic task was just like no more than like swatting away or whatever. He's like, right, oh, yeah. you mean this thing? And he just swats yeah. it aside. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you saved us! You yeah. saved our whole world. And so you think about like he did that for them. Just thinking about what just happened a page previous right, of all yeah. of the people that Silver Surfer saved, like yeah. so he knows. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's got a sense of scale, like he understands. Right. So he doesn't have to be shown how much they appreciate him. He's like, Yeah, no, I'm staying. And Silver Surfer's like, Are you sure? Because it's a lonely life right. and blah blah blah. He's like, No, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. This is a worthy yeah. task. This is what I'm for. I love that. I think that's so beautiful. Yeah. As the surfer leaves, he says, we promise we shall think of you often and tell your tales. And they did. And we and we always have. He says as they're waving goodbye to the anti-bods and the mox pox. Come along, Don. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, bye. We never caught your name. Jumbo Nox. The Giganormans. <laughs> Golly. The surfer's like, and now he's just a speck in the distance. Such so, is the nature. Oh, no, that's you. I'm sorry. Such is the nature of space, Don Greenwood. It puts everything into perspective, right? So just as then the Surfer and Dawn become just a speck in space to the Never Queen and Eternity. They're there watching this whole thing play out. Swallowed by a space whale, an amusing diversion, Never Queen. Tell me another. So she's telling him a, this a story. So, ah, you know what I mean? It's so yeah. beautiful on so many levels. She says, uh, of the Surfer and Dawn, perhaps you should wait and savor them, Eternity. When he asks why, she says, because, my love, you are big enough to know that eventually all stories come to an end. But that's what Dawn had told. Yes. But yeah. it's also telling us because yeah. we're getting to the end of this series. Yeah. And just like you were saying, 
they tell you that because it's going to be an emotional ending. Yes. You know, they're kind of telling you that here too. So uh, <laughs> there was something that I was going to ask you guys about. What are you going to ask us regarding the story? Was it the one? Oh, part? so all of this is is they're just making it up, yeah. right? Yeah. None absolutely. of this. None of no. this happened, right? No. Or did it? I don't know. I think. I mean, I, either I, way. I, I I love the idea that it did. But when she, especially when she says the Star Wars thing, yeah, how did you defeat the thing? And she's like, "Oh, no bigger than a, all that stuff," you know. And I mean, like, I'm like, yeah. okay, then it's definitely fake. But I don't know, you know what I mean? Part of me, I love Tiny Harold. I want to think I that love he's Tiny out there, Harold. you know. But I also like that they make up this story. You know, the surfer wants to start blasting these creatures. He tells Don that one touch and it'll hurt them but at the but by the end of it she's interacting with them yeah you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. so the her way of dealing with it is like let's just tell this story that is so much sweeter and yeah you know yeah. less damage and less people getting hurt you know what i mean i don't know it's i, I think it was just interesting what what is the issue saying if you there know, is beyond. a diplomatic way of doing yeah. things that should be your first course yeah of yeah. yeah for sure Tiny Harold. Tiny Harold. I love him. I love him. <laughs> All right. So getting to issue nine, let's talk about this cover here. I really love the colors on this. Uh, oh, really yeah. Nice. Yeah. And Dawn is fading away. What? I just remembered the end of the story. Yeah. I have something to say. <laughs> we'll talk about it. When we get to the end. <laughs> we open on the surfer and Dawn, and they come across a four-planet system. Dawn says she wants to explore all of them. So the first planet they go to is all flooded and frozen over. The second planet is full of garbage, and the third planet has acid rain pollution. When they go to check the last planet, it looks pretty cool in Space Age. Kind of a Jetsons vibe. Absolutely a Jetsons vibe, for sure. Yeah, I didn't catch that. You didn't? I knew it reminded me of something, but I couldn't really... You couldn't think of the thing. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that is Jetsons. But I think it's also... um, It kind of reminds me of something else, too. Huh, interesting. Well, It's kind of got that, like... That vibe of what people would envision the future yeah. would be sure, like. Sure, sure. Yeah. Back That's in like what the I'm 50s thinking or 60s. Yeah. It's a very like specific aesthetic is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Incandesa 4, the time that Don and Norrin didn't have their first dance. When they meet the citizens of the planet, they're surprised to see aliens. They can only travel between their planets. Hold on. Those three other worlds, the surfer asks? Why would you ever want to go to them? They're horrid. (laughs) We like that. The people tell the surfer that they've used up those worlds. This world was their last chance. We've learned from our mistakes. We are now in harmony with our surroundings, one of the incandescents says. Mm. Incandescent, right? So that's a clue kind of right there, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When Dawn asks to use the restroom, everyone gets all freaked out. To use the restroom? Waste excretion. She wants to excrete waste. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, it's incredible how in- rude yeah. these people are. So I, rude. I had the same feeling when it's like, you don't know about the three seashells? Yeah. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> except they're being super explicit yeah. about it. So someone comes to lead her there, and they ask the surfer if he needs to use the facilities. But he says, he I'm can, fine. I can absorb and yeah. shunt both matter and energy at will in a completely clean and efficient manner. That's much better, one of them says. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Earthlings, they're forever excreting things. Amazing. Then there's flatulence and other bodily processes. It's unsettling. But I assure you, they more than make up for it in other ways. Thanks. 
I love this panel. This is one of the greatest this, panels yeah. to ever exist yeah. in comics. <laughs> it's very like it's a very stand-up comedy. Like you need a tight five, and you're like right. Earthlings. Am I right? They're forever excreting things. <sighs> but it's like this is the only person that the surfer can talk about this with, right? right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's just been with Don this entire time, and so. Oh, that's so funny. And they're like, oh, so you're not from Earth? No, oh, I hail from Zen Law. You know, it's just this very like, no, no, it's cool, it's yeah. cool. I'm like, you know, it's all, it's all good. One of the citizens calls the Countess on a video phone. This and we, man is a fucking snitch. We have two visitors. What should we do? But the Countess says that they can handle an extra person or two and then ask if they've offered them the facilities. Mm-hmm. When he turns off the video call... We see that she's talking to this mysterious character. Do you remember this guy? He was in the last issue, like yeah. floating in space, and he was like, yes. You guys learned the wrong lesson of the casino thing, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who did we cast him as? He's looking very, what's his name? <laughs> Who's that? He's looking very Channing Tatum right okay. now. Channing okay. Tatum. Okay. He's looking extremely Channing Tatum esque. What a, what a snitch. What a fucking tattletale. Who's this lady? The Countess. Yeah, but who are we casting her as? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. She's got a she's got an interesting look. She's fucking awesome. I love her. She's rad. And she's like, care to tell me what brings you back to these parts? And he goes, I need to use the facilities. <laughs> it's funny. The drama in that statement. So uh, they bring back Don from the facilities. They're like, you've shared so much with us. Now we would like to show you all can- Incandessa has to offer. So they go and they like check out everything that's there. They go to Debatathon, a fashion show where they have like a. I was gonna say Debatathon. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> fashion show. Absolutely. <laughs> they go to some weird like Cirque du Soleil alien thing. Yeah. Oh, that looks like fun. <laughs> yeah, and then they go and they have a nice little dance, fan- which is fan- a cute moment. Fancy dance party. Yeah. And Don says, I just realized with every galaxy and world we've visited, everything we've gone through, this is our first dance. And then there's like fireworks going off. It's like a really cute moment. And they're like, come yeah. see the zoo. And she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy just breaks it up. That's so it's weird. Like, this is their ha- like, I don't know. P- two people are dancing. That's an intimate moment. He just comes up and he's like, hey, do you want to see the zoo? We gotta, you got to come and see the zoo. Yeah. And it's like, all right. So when the surfer and Don check out the zoo, they notice some weirdness. There's no children. And Don sees one of the creatures like kind of phasing through the bars. Uh, like it's a ghost or like something. Like clipping through yeah. the bars. I was yeah. going to say like, like a video game character. Right. The incandescent says, these are holograms, not as sophisticated as ours. They reveal that the people of well, incandescent. The, the animals here are, most of them are extinct. We had to mock them up instead of scanning them. So their holograms are... Not as sophisticated. After they destroyed their third planet, an ancestor, the inventive Count Crankshaft, built the Great Machine, which converted their population to solid light forms. The surfer can't believe the holograms are real enough to fool his cosmic senses. Of course we're real. As real as you, surfer. Don understands. After all, we converted her into a hologram a few hours ago. He's like, Don Greenwood's physical body, what have you done with it? I love the colors. He's so like Yeah. He's angry. Pissed. This reveal, you know, that she's he just like, passes the hand right through her. I like how she's just like, no way. And he goes, It's true. Like the <laughs> when he fucking that panel, that's my favorite panel. Yeah, you were talking about that's an amazing panel. Yeah. This is my favorite panel. Yeah, where he's That's fucking incredible. And she's like, ah Her facial expression, amazing. The way that that's depicted is just like, ah 
It's amazing. Where she's like, oh my God, where am I? I mean, where's the real me? Like, that's what you would, yeah. you would freak yeah. out. You what know the what fuck, I mean? bruv? And the guy's like, in our culture, your photonic self is your real self. We feel, we dif- feel differently. <laughs> <laughs> Absurd. That other thing was her meat form. Just waste that needed to be thrown out. Bruh. Thrown out? No. Yes. Wow. That it might just be the vehicle that I'm carting around yeah. whatever me is. I get it. But like, it was my vehicle. Like, I wanted that. Yeah. I was using that. <laughs> right? So they say it's probably been mulched with the rest of the garbage. Wow. This is not happening. <laughs> She's having a bit of a moment here. And he's like, ah, oh, where's the farm? I need to find it now. They're like, you'll never find it. It's being hidden behind a holographic shield. All physical forms must be destroyed once someone's crossed over into the light. That is that is the way. So when they asked her to, when she asked to use the facilities, that's when it happened. That's the facilities. Yeah. That's when they went to, when she went to the restroom. He's like, is that so? If holograms are hiding where you've taken her, then I say. They shall all fall before me. Dang. I love the colors, that yeah. like pinkish red as yeah. he's like that's the freaking out, cosmic. doing all his stuff there. Really cool. And so uh, he's able to see through all the holograms Let and the see where the false skies and horizons <laughs> bend to my will. Give way. I love that. Really good lines. When he gets serious, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Shit is serious now. So he tells Toomey to take Dawn, and he says he'll continue to strip away the illusion so she can see. So we see all the workers down there. So these are like the grease monkeys and stuff like that. They work the great machine. So there have to be like real people. I would think so. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? There have to be some real people to like maintain this thing. And that's what they're doing. We see the countess and she's talking to this guy. There's that mystery guy again, Channing Tatum, right? <laughs> she's like, we could use some help. And he's like, I can't interfere. I've already interfered too much. But he takes these canisters yeah. out of the thing. It's probably for the best that I hold on to these holopods and be on my way. Oh, he sees Don's body about to yeah. be chopped up on the thing. And he's like, I should not be in these parts. I must depart before. And then he runs into Don. She's right there. And she's like, what the? Mr. Rappaport from the Greenwood Inn? What are you doing? And he's like, this is no time for distractions. Focus. Over there. Your body's about to be destroyed. Forget you ever saw me. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this a little bit. I, I want to pause and talk about this okay. because I don't know if you remember this, but we already had a reference to issue one in the last issue because they referenced the Brundlebud thing that happened in issue one, right? Right, right. So when we first meet Dawn, before she's abducted or taken to outer space or anything, we see her in the Greenwood Inn and she's greeting some people. She's with her dad and they're accepting new people in and they're doing all that stuff. And she's like, here's this, here's that. Sure. And there's this one part. She says, here's our parlor. In our 85-year history, we've had everyone from Princess Grace to Howard Stark and Nat King Cole stay here, as well as 16 other famous celebrities and Norville Rappaport. And they're like, who's Norville Rappaport? Oh, you wouldn't know him. He's not famous. And that's (laughs) the end. I don't know. Do you remember that weird line? I do remember that, yeah. Because she's all like... And, and I was like, oh, and then regular people stay here, too. Yeah. But we remember them. <laughs> this is kind of also a callback to this. She recognizes him from the Greenwood Inn. Norville Rappaport is this guy. So anyway, what do you think about I mean, it's it's so bizarre, right? I it mean, is. I, it, it was, I'm, I'm really curious because like we saw him in like two issues ago spying. Not spying. Well, spying on us? Yeah. He yeah. was like surveilling them. Yeah. Yeah. Something's going on. Yes, they go in there, they're able to save Dawn before her body shredded up. 
I like how they just smack the body out of the way. Like, yeah. you, you, could, yeah. you could hurt your physical... So I don't know. Well, it's, it would be hurt less than if it was chopped, chopped into in mulch. Midst. Yeah. They're all going to attack Don for rescuing that body, or they're messing up, you know, the great machine. Well, Missy, you got a lot to answer for. <laughs> uh, but the surfer intervenes. You mess up my great machine, and you disrupt the lot fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> So the surfer, he comes over to Don's body. and Hold on, shiny britches. It's you two are getting in the way of our lives. <laughs> the surfer's like, one side, Don. Let us see what the power cosmic can do. And he's able to well, bring she's her. She's like, we're not breathing. Yeah. My body, the one that I'm outside of and can currently look at from a different perspective is not breathing that's weird that's gotta be weird yeah Yeah. right so she's like it's it's not breathing like that's fucking weird yeah so then he revives her and then there's two of them that's fucked up yeah she's like this is so weird why am i still over here shouldn't i be back inside me i mean her i just stepped out to use the bathroom what's going on (laughs) (laughs) so this is where Where she should be is compost helping to grow the crops that feed all our grease monkeys right so they they kind of have these different classes of people awful right the grease monkeys are the ones that maintain the great machine and then you've got all the light people the way he's like compost like okay wow so the one percent they stay behind, and we kind of see that's where all the kids are. You know, that's where we see people farming and yeah. doing stuff like that. But you know? there, but I like the um, the fact that if anything were to happen to the machine, oh heaven forfend! Right, that would yeah. be fucking awful. So these these people are keeping the machine running, which makes everything possible that yeah. these people depend upon that they're like oh uh we we want all of our fucking yeah. things all our stuff we want all of this and it's like well if these people are making that possible and like if anything were to happen to the great machine all of that would be yeah fucked yeah but they're like uh mm. towards those people yeah. does that remind you of anything yeah, yeah, maybe our no. current <laughs> fucking society but the the thing also is the uh the people that maintain the great machine are also like you're dis- this. We believe oh, in this. You can't disrupt the great yeah, machine. Exactly. So you know what I mean. Like there's there's that side of it too, which I think is also interesting. But I like how the surfer actually apologizes. You know, well Don tells him to. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I endangered your city, but all is right now. Yes. Well, before that, I like the caretaker lady says, "Don't fret, my little life forms. All your hollow pods are intact. Ain't none of y'all fading away on my watch." And Mr. What's his name? Rappaport. Rappaport. He took four hollow pods with him. Right. So, so he took four people with him. Oh, okay. That's yes. Good job there, Aubrey. Don's like, well, everything will be all right once we switch off that extra me. And she's like, what? Well, so Don's like, I don't want to be shut off. And she's like, oh, you won't, dear. We're not savages. You've been reborn as photons. You have the right to light life. And, and Silver Surfer's like, like, so be it. All let's right, go. let's get out of here. Come along, Don. It's time we left this world. She's like, but didn't there be two of me? He's like, I don't see why this makes you upset. You already have a twin sister. And they both are like, I'm not Eve. That's different. I'm my own person. This is the, there's only one me. They both have the exact same right, reaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, this is weird. This is, this is freaking me out. But I like the other, how they, she apologizes to the other one. She's like, wow, you are me, aren't you? Well, sorry about that switching off thing. And after you saved me from being composted. And she's like, it's okay, we're good. Well, and then the machine <laughs> lady's like, well, you can stay. Right. It's fine. 
Well, she has to stay, right? If they if she moves away from the great machine, she'll disappear. But that's what yeah. she's saying is that not only but like obviously if she leaves that she would disappear, but she's like, Well, you're welcome to stay here. Right. Which is you know, that solves their problem. But she's Dawn. She has all the memories of Dawn from the previous adventures and everything, but now she's gotta have another life there, which is so weird to think about. She's like, well, I'm sorry. Like, your choices are stay here or don't exist. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that wasn't my fault. I didn't want you to exist. And she cries, like, saying bye to Toomey. And, or, no, Toomey's crying, right? Yeah, yeah Toomey's uh, crying. Because you're seeing the reflection. She's like, don't cry. You know, she'll still be with you. And as for you, Norrin Rad, she says, thank you for everything. So you're... she's in love with him. Right, exactly. And he's leaving and he forever. And he has to leave. She's like, I may have to stay, but I'll always be the Dawn you danced with first. Wait, what? Wait, He's what? like, yes, you will. Um, <laughs> Farewell. Uh, okay. As they're leaving, she goes, hey, hey meat girl. <laughs> do me a favor. You enjoy every minute of it, okay? That's really sad. You know, Real you sad. sad. That's I mean, fucked it's, up. It's, it's, it's just like Dawn says, like, I'm going to know that there's not there's another me out there. Like, what if you knew that there was another you out there doing... That's weird, and I don't like it. stuff that has your memories, your upbringing, everything that you did, everything that you know, but now they're... That's weird, and I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. that's weird, right? Maybe there is another you somewhere. That's fine. Actually, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm actually okay with it. So as they go off... The light form Don that's staying behind, she says, wait, I never told Surfer and the other Don about Mr. Rappaport. And I'm the Don who saw him. They have no idea he's out there. Is it Rappaport or Rappaport? I don't know. Okay. Well, Don says they'll deal with it like they always do. And so they take her off to show her her new home. That's kind of nice, I guess. They're like welcoming of her. She's one of them now. She's one of the upper class, I guess. I don't know. Well, and so the... She's like, hey, what's what's wrong? What's the matter with you? You're you're being weird. And he's like, oh, man, I feel weird because I became a herald of destruction again once when I thought you were in danger or whatever. I oh, kind of freaked out. he was going to destroy that world. He freaked out. And yeah. he, he really was like, did, yeah. Well, the, and you can even tell like his <laughs> his language got a lot more yeah. flowery, like mm-hmm. a lot more Shakespearean. Oh, yeah. That's very, the like, classic surfer. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, well, I, I, I thought that was behind me. And I kind of became that again yeah yeah interesting you know why would i do that and she's like well you did it for me but never again okay i swear but do you understand why yes and i love you too ah really nice oh man um when i read this issue the other day i was just like oh man it's like so fucking sad yeah for the one dawn who but I mean, she's gonna have a fun life up there. I'm assuming, you know. I don't know. In, I don't in know. Land. Well, like because have... this scene that we've just seen together of them like saying "I love you" to each other, like she's never gonna have that. Oh, I know. I That's know. That's fucked. Right. But then also, I was like kind of wondering because um, I know Dan Slott is a big Doctor Who fan. You would, uh, yeah, because he talks about it all the time on Twitter. Oh, here it comes. Here comes the Doctor Who. Uh, there's a one. Settle in. There... Strap in. <laughs> there's a. There's this one plot line where the tenth Doctor David Tennant gets split into two, and it becomes the Doctor, and he has to go off, and other Doctor has to stay as is a human and has to stay down on the planet. But, right. But uh, the first companion Rose goes off with him, and so they get to go off and live in another dimension. But it's just like I'm wondering, did that inspire? Um, okay. Slot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, buckle up. Let's see. Don's gonna go to debatathons and fashion shows and Cirque du Soleil and stuff yeah. like that. But so. she'll never have her one true love. Uh, she'll always be thinking about the surfer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can they make? 
a surfer for her? Like a Norn Rad, yeah, or something like that. Because he couldn't leave either. They should have. They should have done something like that. But then they would have. He would have had to. Yeah, they should have had him sober down, and they could have scanned the. And then he just reimbues himself with the power cosmic or whatever. I don't know. They should have done that. But should they have, or would that be bad? I mean, I guess the ramifications. I mean, because like on the one hand, like. Norrin would have to agree to it. Or does she just does she just just like start dating one of those light people? Yeah, might I as guess. well. I don't I know. Mean, might as well. And technically, she'll probably live for if not eternity, millennia. Mm, interesting. Right. Well, I mean, or she could just maybe she doesn't have to be with anybody. That's fine know. too. Yeah, that's also a thing. So anyway, just yeah. One thing about these issues is they always like make you think of they really stick with you and they make you think about man that it makes you feel something. Maybe you know she has I mean? a fashion designer girlfriend and they put out a <laughs> they put out a bunch of cool like a fashion line together. That would be fun. What if she gets them to like recreate like the end where she grew up? You know, <gasps> cute. You know, in light form. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Adorable. she's gonna open up an inn there. I love sure. that. Yeah, yeah. Re- recreate the Greenwood Inn. Yeah, people will be like, "Oh, this is so Earth-like." Yeah. This is so- oh my god. Oh, this so is so earthy. quaint. Yeah, yeah, so quaint. What is that? A TV? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Oh, awesome. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed these issues. I'm glad we got to finally discuss them. Oh yeah. Um, that was really great. So. Um, I'm excited to hear what you guys thought. Is and that it? Yeah, I, I don't know. Did you want to read it? Are anything? we done with the episode? I guess I just... Oh, you were ready to go I to the next one? I just love to read Silver Surfer with y'all. You went ahead one. I guess because I love book clubs and friendships. Yes. Yes. All. Awesome. All right. And I'm excited to hear what you guys thought. And now, Aubrey's going to say all the things. Is it time for Aubrey to say all the things already? Oh, yes. it's that time again. Golly. Well, I guess, yeah, it was a little shorter episode. That's all right, though. Well, I mean, it's that time again, and um, I want to hear what you guys thought of the Silver Surfer issues 8 and 9. Send us a hey, you damn guys at bookclubmembercomics at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at bookclubmembercomics and on Twitter at bookclubmembers. And as always, you can find all of our resources on our Podbean website, our Facebook about section, and our link tree on Instagram and Twitter. As always, a special thank you to Paul from Guatahan for the listener feedback theme. Thank you, Paul. Uh, thank you, Only Beast, for the theme theme. You're welcome. Uh, thank you, Ross, and for the logo, and Matt for the banner. Yes, thank you, guys. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, and when you're there, open it up and give us a five-star review. Every little bit helps. And if you like what you hear, uh, tell a friend, have them join the book club. Everybody should want to be a member. Yes, do it. Next week, we are reading... Dracula Motherfucker by Alex Acampi and Erica Henderson. Yes. I like the way that you said the title. Yes. Halloween Times is back. Yes. Dracula Motherfucker. It kicks off next week. Very official. <laughs> Dracula Motherfucker. Dracula Motherfucker. There you go. Uh, so you guys know what to do. Pull out the digitals. Pull out the floppies. Pull out the trades and the omnis of the hardback trades. And join us next week. On Book Club Member Comics. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. I'm Jumbo Knox the Giganormous. And I'm Aubrey Lovis saying, Great Galaxies! Yay!